Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yes, life in Ireland right now is far from normal and we are still struggling to adapt to social distancing measures and public health guidelines. And a lot of people have experienced the effect of COVID firsthand with, fall, with family members falling ill. All of this can have a massive toll on our mental health. So Sad Ireland have reported that they've noticed a huge increase in the need for their services during lockdown and indeed in the last few months. And they are responding to this need and very much encouraging people who are struggling with mental health issues to speak out. Joining me now to discuss this is Carol West. She's General Manager with SOSAD Ireland. How are you doing, Carol? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I am good. And, you know, I mentioned this at the start of the show that we we say this, you know, how are you? And nine times out of ten, we'll respond like we've just done and things are grand. But there is that one or or two times where we might not be feeling too great. And this is why we're, we're highlighting this. But you've noticed a huge increase in the amount of calls to the service during lockdown. Were you expecting that this might happen? Well, actually, we weren't really, I suppose we were all in an unknown situation and we weren't sure what was going to happen. And because the phone lines were very quiet up until about May and then it sort of took off in May and June and July, we were inundated with calls in July. Now, we continued to provide our services online, even though the, we were physically closed down, we were continuing to provide, you know, f- support phone calls and Zoom uh, calls with counsellors and things like that. But we gradually then, you know, from about May onwards, the increase in the number of people seeking help. Um, you know, it's, it's, we're in an unknown situation, as, as everybody says. You know, people have lost their jobs. Um, nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. And I think that's the difficult part, because usually somebody in the government will know what's happened or maybe the man down the road might know what's going to happen. But now nobody knows what's going to happen. You know, nobody mm. can give us certainties. Nobody can say for sure. And I think the fact now recently of the sort of different rolling restrictions, it's not helping people either because, you know, people who were reluctant to come out are even more reluctant to come out and socialise now. Um, you know, people are worried that other people aren't doing their bit to keep us all safe. And it just builds up this huge anxiety level in people. And it's mainly people contacting us with anxiety at the moment. You know, the people are very anxious. And they don't know where to go with it and they don't know how to cope with it and they don't know what to do. Yeah, and a lot of these people might have been experiencing this extreme anxiety for the first time as well. And yeah. and definitely, as you say that, you know, even as the country opened up, you know, you would think that oh, we would yeah. be feeling a little bit better, you know, when when some of the lockdown restrictions were, were lifted. But in fact, it was kind of the opposite for it the was. reasons that you're saying there. Yes, yeah, it was the opposite, because I think 
even we thought that maybe, you know, it would ease up when the country started to open up and things started to get back to the way, you know, it used to be with some changes. But it didn't. That actually seemed to pile on the anxiety. And what we found is that people who wouldn't normally be very anxious, you know, people Mm. who would maybe just have normal anxieties, some people just found that this piled and piled and piled and they became extremely anxious. And and because they've never had to deal with it before, they didn't know what was happening. Because, you know, with anxiety, different things can happen to your body, yep. happen to your life rhythms, happen to your sleep ryth- rhythms. And so when you're not aware that this is just, this is anxiety, you can be panicking and thinking it's all sorts of things. And and that adds on, piles on, because it becomes a vicious circle then. And anxiety gets piled on on top of more anxiety. And then you don't know what to do. And you, you really think... You know, I have no idea where to go. And then what we want people to do is to sort of say, when somebody says, well, how are you? You can just say, I'm actually not doing great. I'm feeling a bit anxious about the whole situation Mm. we're in at the moment, the rolling lockdowns. Or I'm feeling a bit anxious because I'm not sure about how work is going to go. And I think we have to take away the stigma of people feeling embarrassed or talking about how they're feeling at this moment in time. Oh, you, you know, make such a great point there. And like, this is what, what I was talking about at the start there as well. You know, there's so, I've been in that position where you really want to say, do you know what? I actually just feel really fed up with life right now. I feel like I've nothing to look forward to. There's no spontaneity. I haven't seen people. And all of these yeah. things are in your head. But in reality, you go, I am grand. And this is yeah. kind of what we're talking about. We want more people to kind of, when they meet people out and about, is to just say, do you know what? I'm not doing okay at the moment. Yeah. And just be honest about it. And I think as well, we can be embarrassed. You know, if, mm. says to you, if you say to somebody, oh, look, I'm having a really awful day and that person doesn't know how to respond to you, that can make you feel worse. And, you know, if somebody comes up to you and says, if you say to somebody, how are you? And they say, look, you know what? I'm having a really awful day. The easiest thing to do is say, well, do you want to tell me about it or can I help you in any way? Yeah. That's the easiest thing to do. And then you open the door to having a conversation. And, you know, nobody is exempt from feeling this anxiety at the moment. And really what it is is about how we deal with it and how we cope with it. And the thing we want to tell people is bottling this up is not going to do you any favours. No. And even if there is that little bit of embarrassment or the fear of opening up and saying to somebody, look, I'm not doing well at the moment, it's worth it in the end. If you can get it out to say it out, then at least you can start getting the help that you need to help deal with the anxiety. Oh, like I can't even describe how, you know, how terrifying it is initially when you say you're not doing well, but then how unbelievably much of a relief it is. And, you know, when when, when you actually open up that floodgate, I suppose, as well. And this is what you guys are all about. Remind me about the services that So Sad Ireland are are, um, providing to people because you really are a vital service in this country. Thank you. Um, We provide um, services for people who have suicidal ideation which I have to say has um, increased rather dramatically in the last, I'd say, six weeks. Uh, we're also dealing with people who self-harm, people who have, are feeling depressed and people who are, are suffering from anxiety. And we also help people who are bereaved. And normally we would help people who are being bereaved through a suicide. But more and more we find we're helping people now who've had bereavements throughout the COVID period. And they haven't, we've lost all of our traditions of how we grieve and how we, how we sort of mourn something. Mm. And they're gone. And sometimes, 
you you need something. You need a way to express your your sadness and sometimes your anger at that person passing and how they passed and stuff like that. And and there isn't anything at the moment. So we're, we're dealing with quite a bit of that at the moment as well. And, you know, suicide prevention, as you said, that's something that you absolutely strive for at, oh, at So Sad. You, absolutely. You know, it's crucial to reach people who might be in, in, in this vulnerable state of mind. How would we know that maybe a loved one is in this vulnerable state of mind? Well, it's things like, you know, they will have changed. Their behaviour will have changed. They may become more withdrawn. Um, you know, they may start saying things like, you know, oh, I don't see any reason to do this. I don't see any reason to go out. I don't see any reason for it to live. You know, I don't really want to be here anymore. And, and you know, they start coming out with very strange expressions that you, would cause you great concern. Mm. Or, you know, they might say, oh, here, look, you know, I've gathered a whole a few things together here. Would you like to have them? They start giving away their possessions. Right. Or they start saying, making plans. But they wouldn't tell you what the plans are, but they might just drop a little hint or something. So it's just about listening. And, you know, it's about knowing the person. And if you're worried or concerned at all about them, it's just about picking up the phone and looking for help. And usually we would say, you know, contact their GP, go and have a chat with the GP, you know, contact us, have a chat with us. You know, we have people working, we have all our fire counsellors, as you know, are trained, but they're mm-hmm. volunteers and they're absolutely solid gold. And we have people who will come and, you know, we, we resumed our face-to-face counselling sessions at the end of July and we're continuing to do that. But we also have options for people to have online sessions if they find that's better or useful for them or telephone support. So there's lots of different ways of accessing help. And, you know, it's not just us. There's Pieta House and there's other organisations around as well. And, you know, one of my expressions lately is is that it doesn't matter who provides the help as long as somebody provides the help. Absolutely, it really is. And as long as you go and ask for help, it doesn't matter where you go. You don't have to go to a particular place or a particular organisation. But please, just ask for help. Even if you think it's very trivial and you're worried or embarrassed that somebody might think you're being silly, don't. Just ask. Absolutely. And reach reach out to somebody. Now, you know, we're discussing this more and more, you know, mental health issues. And it's great to have a spotlight on the issue that was often shrouded in shame in this country. Absolutely. But do you feel that more needs to be done on a government level to support services like yourselves? Well, I think, yes. Well, I can only speak about so sad. But as you know, and I'm sure everybody knows, is that we're not, we don't get direct funding from the government. We hadn't. Um, you know, we've always raised everything that we need to keep open ourselves. And to keep our services open, we have five services based in four counties at the moment. And we have a sixth service, hopefully opening towards the end of this year in Kells. And we raise all the funds ourselves for that. Now, we are extremely lucky in that we're very well supported. And so we can raise, last year we raised over €400,000. And that pays for to keep all the offices open provide all the services, pays all our bills. Um, but this year we did get some money from the government and we thanked them for that mm. stability grant to keep us going for a couple of months, you know, through the COVID. Thing. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. But we still, you know, we still need to find the money to keep our service going. And it would be very nice to have some sort of core funding. But I tell you something for nothing. Every charity is probably going to say the same thing. Yes, yes, we particularly now. Funding that core funding that would sort of keep us all operational in this period, particularly when fundraising is not really available to us at the, to the extent that it would have been. 
I know everything has gone online at the moment and people are doing absolutely fantastic things. I mean, we have a, a fundraiser coming up where Jay Yeagan from the Black Bull and the Village Hotel, he's going to do um, a half Ironman for us. I'm fair play to him. You know, it's like, it's a swim. It's a, it's I know. A swim, it's These a challenges are incredibly difficult. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And people are willing to put themselves out that out there to help us to raise funds. And But I think in the pandemic, I think most people realise how much of our vital services are being provided by charities and voluntary organisations as such as ours. And the government need to recognise mm. that in funding the organisation. And it would be lovely if we could look at sort of getting some joined up thinking here. You know, we yep. don't have to become the HSE and we don't have to. We can carry on doing what we're doing because we all do it to a very high standard. We're all compliant with all the laws and the legislation. You know, all of our all of our stuff is clear and transparent. People can ask us questions, but we need to be funded to be recognised as for the vital services that we do provide. Absolutely, and and it needs to it needs to you know yes, it really does need to be acknowledged. And as you mentioned, you know the fundraisers are cancelled, all that kind of thing. But this yeah. week you do have the VHI Virtual Women's Mini Marathon that is going on, and I know a lot of local people are getting involved in this. Tell me about this because this should be a boost for you. Oh, will be uh, yes. We always do very well from the VH uh, from the marathon. Um, people are very good and generous, but they're doing it this year. It's ten kilometres. And you can do 10 kilometres anywhere. You can walk 10 kilometres around your estate or around the area where you live. You can run. You can crawl. You can <laughs> cycle. It's just do 10 kilometres. Get sponsorship for it. Um, sign up to the BHI um, site. They have a GoFundMe page. And you can pick us as your charity. And then the money. Or Sorry, it's giving gain. It's not GoFundMe. It's giving gain. Um, and we have quite a bit of money trickling in now at the moment from that which is great, absolutely super. You know, it just gives us the reassurance that we're going to be able to carry on for another while. You know, we yeah. pay the rent, we pay the phone bills, pay the electricity, you know, do everything that we have to do to keep this place up and going and running, you know. No better woman for the job, that is for sure. Carol, thank listen, thank you, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show. Let us know when the Kells uh, office is up and running and we'd oh, be happy we to, to promote and publicise it for you. But for right. now, thank you so much for joining me on the show. All right. Thanks a million. Take care now. Thanks a million, Carol West there. So sad Ireland.ie. That is the website. You'll find all of the information on there. The the number for them as well is 041-984-8754. I'll just repeat that again. It's 041 984 8754 and if you are affected by any of this, those are the, the numbers for you and so sad Ireland.ie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.